It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. With three quarters of the season in the books, it's time to examine the rookie class and see which players have established roles for themselves today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with The Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're The Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Joe, did you catch Hard Knocks last night? Uh, no, no, I didn't. We talked about Christmas movies. Oh. Quarterback room got all dressed up for the holidays. Wow. Tua broke a snow globe during a meeting. Wow, that's tough. Yeah. That, what's that look like? I've always wondered. Is it just... Well, and that's what they said. They're like, no, I've never seen one of these break before. Oh, it was like right. in the... After the... When it's like the the credits and like the the just the random stuff they throw in at the end. I know you haven't watched Hard Knocks in a while, but like they do the episode and then... Yeah, I know talking about, yeah. The hodgepodge of like funny moments or whatever. And it was sitting on the table behind him in the quarterback room and he moved his arm. And he knocked it over and it broke. So there's glass and it spilled on Skylar Thompson's tablet. And wow. Yeah. So hate, I hate that I missed that, man. Highly recommend. Really hate that I missed that. Highly recommend. Um, today on the show, you're th- only three episodes behind. You can still catch up, by the way. Today on the show, we are doing Stockwatch for player trends from the 2023 NFL draft class. What does that mean, Kyle and Joe? I'm glad you asked. In the summertime, we watch all the teams and all the rosters, and we categorize all the players on the two slash three deep, uh, and it gives us kind of this quantification of how good your roster is. The catch is you have to account for rookies. And Joe, the category, it's all color-coded. Rookies are green, right, because they're green to the league. Dad joke of the day. Wow. Um, They are a net zero player as far as quantifying your roster. Now, as the season unfolds, players declare themselves as positive or negative influences as rookies that have roles. And today we are looking through positions, position by position, uh, to look at rookies that either earned a previous designation that was not 
a net zero or players that have been net zero that as this season has unfolded, we feel like we have a sizable uh, sample size to work with to classify them as something other than an incomplete grade. Yeah. And that's, that's the objective here today. A lot of my thoughts when doing this was, you know, with the way that the numbers work for our equation that this spits out is like you mentioned, rookies give you zero points. I thought to myself, has this rookie performed at a level that it should help their right. their score within the context of the team? And so I have a lot of players, Kyle, a lot. There's Because there's a lot of green that has, at this yeah. point in this stage of the game, worked themselves into yeah. meaningful roles for, for teams too. Right, and you even hear players at this point in the season, the veteran players, when you listen to press conference, they mention rookies, and they even say they're not rookies anymore, right? They're, they're 11, 12 games into their NFL career. They're, right. For a college season, it'd be over, right? Like we just right. – Championship weekend just happened. So, yeah, I think – and one of the other thoughts when doing this project, and and I'm excited to do it again next year, is the pinks, right, the incomplete assessments and the rookies, like, are really where the margins are from where I think we might be a little off on a team. And mm-hmm. so I want to be a little bit more aggressive, I think, in categorizing pinks and then as greens declare what themselves. Mean, what do you mean by that? Like declaring them earlier? Yeah, I want to have less pinks. That's one of my goals for this coming summer that we haven't discussed, and it's December. But yeah, I want to have I want to have as few pinks as possible. Well, you I know? think the I think the thing that's exciting about pinks is we already made a change this year. So if you're not familiar with our color scale, incomplete evaluations are pinks. Uh, so we're talking pinks and greens here. Uh, one of the changes that we did make this year was pinks at least get fractional points, right? Mm-hmm. So if you were graded as a quality starter, you get a certain point value that's associated that. But if you're a pink player and we're like, we're on the fence where you might be a quality starter, but you might be an adequate starter. We're not really sure. But right now we would lean into you being a quality starter. You get a fraction of the points that you would get if you were just classified as a quality starter. So that net zero, I think what we did this this year in general has made a healthy change, but it does create the ambiguity for some player roster assessments. Cause it'll be really fun to go back and look at what were our roster rankings to start the season. Where did they finish? Uh, yeah. So, but we did this when we introduced the project in the summer, we did courtesy of chat G P T I think is the order of the letters and did a statistical analysis and our roster rankings had a statistically significant correlation to the records of the team at the end of the year. So bear that in mind as we continue working our way through this project, which is a year-round project for us that we absolutely love. But that now we fail that to say, let's get in some rookies here. Quarterbacks. CJ Stroud, quality starter? <laughs> yes. Right. At a minimum. Uh, so I'm glad you went there because we were on the fence with Trevor Lawrence at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, you probably put him in quality starter. And then with a larger sample size of the quality play that you're looking for, then you could say, okay, then we're going to push you into cornerstone because your quarterback on a rookie contract is playing at a certain level for an extended yeah. period of time. Yeah. That's really the only quarterback that I have. It, that's it for me as well. Because you got Will Levis, who incomplete, started midway through the season. Bryce Young, uh, the Athletic just dropped the bombshell article on the Panthers. Doesn't seem like a very. And we dropped a bombshell podcast on the Panthers yesterday, so might be good one, that, maybe yeah. we should rebump that when we're done here. Yeah, yeah. 
to say. All right, so let's do skill players. You want to do running backs? You want to do wide receivers? You want to do tight ends? Kind of just want to start throwing names. In. I'll throw the name. I'll, I'll beat the jump on you. Dalton Kincaid cannot be a net zero player anymore. Yeah, he's down on my list. I, I have him. I have two tight ends. I think it's good to talk about them together. I have Dalton Kincaid and Sam Laporta. I think Sam Laporta is quality starter. I think he's I, been dynamic I, all season. Down the field, touchdowns, it's been there. I think Kincaid goes sufficient starter. Um, he's actually leading the team in receptions over the last four games. It's starting to happen, um, but I'm not ready to say quality yet for Dalton. So that is exactly what I had down for both okay. players. Very good. Um, just because, I mean, Laporta's on pace for, it's going to be like a top five rookie season at tight end ever. Yeah. Yep. Six for touchdowns already. Yeah. The yards are there. The, it's, he's been awesome and he's making dynamic plays down the field. I think that's right. what has been different in terms of what's happened this year from two really good young tight ends. The, the down the field stuff, Kincaid's certainly capable. Laporta's had those chances and he's, he's capitalized. Yep. So and both players, uh, Kincaid, I, I think they drafted him with a certain role in mind. And you've seen as the season has unfolded, he's he's stepping in and, and fulfilling that. I know Dawson Knox's injuries kind of complicated how they go personnel wise, but I still think Kincaid's been exactly what they expected. Yeah. Whereas I think Laporta is probably I don't, ahead of schedule. Yeah, I, you certainly didn't expect this from Sam Laporta, although. They Did Iowa focused. really give him a chance to unlock the well, whole thing? You know, right. that's that's what gets tough about him. Right. If right. he played for Michigan, is, is is he a top twenty-five pick? Probably, right? Um, those are the only tight ends that I have. Same down. Yeah, same. Now, there's some some players kind of lingering. Uh, Luke Schoomaker gets a little bit of run with Dallas. Tucker Craft now, obviously with Luke Musgrave getting hurt in Green Bay. There's there's some more snaps being taken there. Uh, Michael Mayer with the Raiders. Still learning. We're still, still learning. learning. Yeah. Still learning. Yeah. But we, we felt conviction with both of those guys. Let's go to wide receiver. Hold, hold on. That's going to be a big conversation for us. I don't want to open that can of worms before. We just yeah, we're going to go too far into it. Let me tell everybody about uh, something that's going to help me with holiday shopping this year because that stresses me out. I'm not going to lie. You're always trying to find meaningful gifts for your friends and family members, but that can be challenging. You're trying to be thoughtful, but you're not looking for something overly complicated. Well, there is a gift that is so easy to gift, and everyone will think you spent hours personalizing it, and that is the Skylight Digital Picture Frame. Skylight is a touchscreen photo frame that you can send photos to straight from your phone, and they appear in seconds. You can even preload photos before the box is open, so that way, when it's unwrapped and plugged in, your most treasured memories will appear. It's the perfect gift for everyone, right? Like your grandparents, your parents, like your wife, significant other. You can. It's so cool. Like you can literally just text it photos and they appear on this frame and it's new content all the time and it is incredible they actually guarantee your satisfaction they're so confident that you'll love skylight that they're offering a free 120 day return opportunity and as a special limited time offer for our listeners you can get 15 dollars off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash locked on to get that 15 dollars off your purchase again of a skylight frame go to skylightframe.com slash locked on that's s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t-f-r-a-m-e.com slash locked on is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So now, yes, we can open the can of worms. Okay. I have one guy that I think goes into quality starter and a, and a handful of guys that go into sufficient starter. Okay. Are you, are you going to make the sell for, let me guess, Puka Nakua to be a Yeah, that's starter. the guy, right? He's, yeah. does he have a, I think he's 1,000 yards. <laughs> I, know he, I know he started super hot without Cooper, and then Cooper came back, and he kind of faded, and then he got hurt, and we thought his season was over, and then he played the second half of the same game and has just been outstanding. So he's got a thousand yards. He, he does. That's that's three hundred more yards than number two of, of rookie rookie receivers. He's at one hundred thirteen targets. Like this is a focal point of the offense. Seventy seven catches to twelve games. He's a quality starter, producing every single week. Quality starter. No objections here. I would like to propose. Uh, Jaden Reed get a bump. I don't know if he was on your list. He he yes he's he's on my list and yes, as a adequate starter. <sighs> okay, this is how I have it. I think. Oh boy, I have three guys that I would petition for sufficient starter. Okay, and then I have three guys that I would say maybe like they should help the team, like at least a quality depth. And Jaden Reed's okay. in that bucket for me. Okay, so who are your adequate starter bumps? Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Rasheed Rice. Well, this is awkward. Two of those three guys we already had. I already had down for scoring purposes as adequate starters. Oh, okay, well, there might be a few of those moving <laughs> Sorry, forward. So. It was Jordan Addison. I didn't know we reclassified any rookies yet. Yeah, so. both, both of those guys uh, I already had down, so they're, they okay. weren't on my lists. Okay. So I'm in agreement there. And Rasheed Rice, like, most receptions on the team over the last month for Kansas City, I think. If he's I he's been an answer correctly, he's been he's been an answer for them, absolutely. So, yeah, and as they continue to to funnel more volume there, he's only going to further justify that. And look, Kadarius Tony, maybe if if he's available for an extended period of time, cuts down on some of those that target share. But nobody else has stepped up. So it is right, Rasheed Rice. So I'm, I'm totally yeah. cool with Rasheed Rice being on yeah. that list as well. So no, Jaden Reed doesn't necessarily have that volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, is He's a little bit more hit or miss. But I do think he has very quickly established himself as like the slot weapon. Yeah. And yeah. They, they, they do some scheme touches for him, manufacturing like end arounds and stuff like that. And he's looked apart and he's been... Everything he was at Michigan State last year that kind of made him pop, I've seen it. Copy-paste everything you just said about Josh Downs. I think whatever bucket Jaden Reed goes in, I think Josh Downs does the same thing for him. Okay, okay. Um, Are we – obviously, Tankdale season is unfortunately over. Right, so that there's a formality there because he, he won't help them because he's not available. But, of course, he would go into probably – what quality starter? If we're being honest, like, well, I, I think that's a good <laughs> question. Um, seven touchdowns, seven hundred yards in eleven games. So it, it's semantics because we can classify him whatever we want, but at the end of the day, 
he will be removed from their roster scoring because he's on injured reserve for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. He like he was getting like north the last three games north of 10 targets and had seven in that Jacksonville game before he got hurt. He's I mean, two, three, four. He's had five touchdowns like in the last five games. Yeah. Guy was heating up, man. It's a crappy injury. Um, how about Xavier Gibson is quality depth for the Jets? Yeah, I like that. The return stuff, and he's their number two receiver on a bad offense, and he's finding right, a little production. Because Lazard's got, got his, his rear yeah. end sat down. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think quality depth for Trey Palmer is probably appropriate as well for Tampa Bay. Kind of been like their third guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine. Did you have any other wide receivers? Demario Douglas, Pop Douglas. He's been, yeah, he's been a nice little piece for them. Um, where, where do we have JSN? He's is he at least in like a quality depth, like third receiver? He's classified as he, he's classified as quality depth right now. All right, that's good. Okay, I'm fine with that. Just because it, you, the concern for JSN is the, it's not the volume, it's the proficiency of the volume, right? He's being used in. Yeah in a very specific kind of way that's just yeah. not returning what you want just yet. Right. He's been solid. Right? Like was he averaging eight and a half yards a catch this season? Uh I don't know. Did he 10, do it? 10, 10.4. He's had he's had okay, a nice he got the, he got the boost after yeah. the Dallas game. Yeah, he started he started off. I mean it was just there was no there's nothing to the targets. His average yeah. depth of target has really jumped a, a ton the last six, seven games. Last one that I, I want to ask you about. I don't have big convictions on what do we want to do with Quentin Johnson? <laughs> you want to go down? I mean, w- w- okay, so he's probably still a green, right? Yes. I wouldn't change anything to ha- obviously not help their their score, right? Like, so we'll, we'll 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 wait and see. We'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll stay um, tuned. Running backs. Yeah. First name I want to bring to the table is Jaleel McLaughlin. Quality depth. Quality depth. Yeah. That's not a net zero player by any means yeah. for Denver. Right. He's giving you some nice plug. stuff. As as a formality, because, again, I assumed every rookie was still a green. B. John Robinson is a quality starter, I'm guessing. Yes. yes. Jameer Gibbs, sufficient starter. That is correct. Okay. Yes. Anything else is on the table. Okay, good. All right, because I have four more players. Okay. Um. Uh, let's get bring up the most challenging, and I use that word loosely. Devon Achan. Did I get it? Achan. 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 He's got to be worth something for Miami because this guy, what is he, nine and a half yards per carry? Like, is what is he even like third in, in rookie think, rushing I yards think, with half the carries? Joe, I'm going to be honest. I think he's third on the team in yards from scrimmage. Right. But like the, the t- per touch, he doesn't have the touches, right? I don't know that right. he's a no, starter, I'm, right? I'm but saying like, it's outrageous that he's he's been on IR and he's missed yes. all this time, and he's still like third or fourth in yards from scrimmage for Miami. He's missed half the game. Yeah, he's like he's got 56 rushes this season, and that's third most among rookie running backs. And the guy that's fourth has 30 more carries. His seven touchdowns, that's the most. So, like, the hard part here is, like, right, like, I don't know that he's their starter, but man, does he matter, right? 
Well, like, how do you how do you reconcile this role? Like, I'm not. Is it quality depth that doesn't feel like that's enough? But also, I'm not sure he's a starter. Here's what I'll tell you: in the four games that he has played this season and has been fully healthy, he's had 22, 11, 12, and 20 touches, and he's had 233, 120, 165, and 103 yards from scrimmage, and he scored at least one touchdown we, in every what, game. What are we doing with him? <laughs> but part of the issue is he's not. He gets getting hurt, right? Like, right, right. So I think that probably puts a ceiling on what you can classify him as. Right. So that's why I thought this was like a, a challenging conversation. Yeah. Can he can he get like is there a what the middle ground between like super quality depth player and starter? <laughs> He's gonna have his right. own. Right. It's world almost here. like you need you almost need like a uh so if we leave him on the fractional basis, would you rather put him as an adequate starter because he's in a rotation of backs? but he's getting a fraction of the points because the sample size is still not big enough to get him all the way in the bucket. I think that's probably fair from now, but this is one we'll probably talk about him a lot as we try to reconcile this, because like you mentioned, like three games of, of a lot of, of good volume of really good volume and then injuries and some games where he didn't have as much, but man, I, I I've told you like, not that this is news to you, but like when that guy's not on the team, like, and he's available, the, the offense is, even more yeah, dynamic, when, obviously. When my, Miami's Miami's going to run a lot of 21 personnel with HN and Raheem Mostert on the field simultaneously. And it's with gonna, Waddle and Hill as well. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. It, it's going to create some math problems for people. Um, <laughs> you can't match up. Tajay Spears. I have him in, in quality depth. Excellent. Excellent. I think he's along with Roshan Johnson and Zach Charbonnet, I think are at least quality depth. I am all the way on board with you on both of those players and those, uh, you know, getting ready for, for Tennessee this week for the Dolphins perspective and watching Spears, just a great appreciation for how his slashing style contrasts. Oh, tackle, man. Yeah. He, he gets there in a hurry and he's a, a violent runner. So that's probably that's, there's a gift moment for anybody that wants it. Yeah. I just did some weird stuff. Uh, like that Dax warm up with the hip pop. <laughs> yeah, it was something. Something happened. Something happened there. My body moved. Right, it did. Uh, all right, we're talking offensive line and defense. I got special teams players as, as well, so we're not okay. we're not done. Yeah, Very I got good. I got guys I'm pounding the table for there. Let's but look, uh, stick with us, folks. You got to check out Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the funnest, most exciting, easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. The format it's awesome. It's just you against the numbers, not you against thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. It's just you against numbers. Here's what you do. You select two or more players. You pick more or less on the projected stats. You place your entry. That's it. Doesn't take long. You can make an entry in under a minute. And then when you win, the withdrawals are super, super quick. And what's really fun is you can like cross pollinate between sports. So tomorrow night's Thursday night football. You might want to get in on some of those. You can mix that with a hockey game or a basketball game as well to really pick exactly what you think can be a winning entry. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Folks, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel because right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action, the app, Super easy to use, and there's a ton of different things that you can bet on, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And if you listened last week, we told you to go in on the overs on Tyreek Hill, and uh, he took care of business. Uh, Probably never really a bad idea to go in on the overs 
for Tyreek Hill because nobody can cover that guy. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Joe, we've put ourselves in a bit of a bind here. Yeah. We're in segment three. We're not done offense yet. Okay. This is what I got. I have no centers. <laughs> I have the following You guards. got no love for Joe Tittman. Man, I thought a lot about him. I did. And he's playing guard. Guard and you're going to see this is the one guy that I sat there and dangled. And now you brought him up first. Why'd you dangle him? He's been for as bad as the Jets have been off. He started off good too. And he started, when he switched over to guard, I felt like that was where he had to hit a little bit of the curve came. Okay. Put, I'll add him to the list here. But I think he's really been a guard. Uh, Okay. Add him to the list. Sufficient starting guards. Matthew Bergeron. Steve Avila, Peter Skaronsky, City So, Joe Tittman, Osiris Torrance. How are you expecting me to update all these? Well, the good news is I have it all down for you. I can send it to you. Okay. Matthew Bergeron, Steve Avila, Peter Skaronsky, Osiris Torrance, City So, Joe Tittman, I think are all deserving of sufficient starter grades. City So has been awesome. He was on my list as like, yeah. Their, their run game's really taken off once they got him formalized in the. Now, we'll see. Hopefully, Ramondre Stevenson. I know it's high ankle sprain, I think, for him. So that's a bit of a bummer for New England. They're probably also not that mad about it based on where their season's trending. <laughs> Big one Thursday night. That was Steelers. <laughs> Steelers oh, man. Get the thumb. Go Pats, baby. For me. Go Pats. Least. Let's go, go get, <laughs> go dog Mitch Trubisky a little bit tomorrow night for us. Um, <laughs> offensive tackles. Do you have any that quantify that, that quantified above an adequate starter? No. I have Neither full. I. I have Darnell Wright. Dewan Jones, Broderick Jones, actually playing right tackle for Pittsburgh, and Anton Harrison, I think, are sufficient starters. Paris Johnson is close. You could talk me into him. I had Paris Johnson down. Okay, all right. So we're going to do all five? Yeah. Oh, what what foreign symbol did I just accidentally copy and paste into that? Oh, no. Oh, no. So we saw the offensive line stuff the same. Jarrett Patterson was on a good trajectory at center. He got hurt, like every Texans offensive lineman this year. Yeah, the only other player I gave any consideration to was Tyler Steen. I'll, I'll defer. I have not seen much Tyler Steen right, this year. We'll, to... we'll leave it. He okay. hasn't gotten a ton of run, but he's obviously playing in an offensive line that is very friendly to look effective, right? IDL? Uh, yeah, let's go into your defensive line. We have Jalen Carter as a quality starter, I'm sure. I can confirm we have Jalen Carter down already as a quality starter. Two guys that I think should be sufficient starters. Keanu Benton with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kobe Turner with the Rams. I think both of those He's guys. awesome, man. Right, right. Those guys have, I kind of expected it from Benton. And T- Turner, there's a lot of love out there for him. And he, I think there's been some hits for the Rams on, on this hodgepodge of players that they gave big roles to that have, have worked out, and I think Kobe Turner is one of them. Uh, I also did have uh, Gervon Dexter down for quality depth. Okay. He's got it's like 300 snaps this year. I won't fight you on that. Okay. Cool. Did you have anything down for Mozzie Smith? Disappointment? I don't want to talk about it. Hasn't been what <laughs> was envisioned, right? <laughs> right. 
He still does not have your half sack yet that you. I know. It was the first thing I thought about when I was researching this today. (laughs) (laughs) I think I said he was going to have double, right? Double. Uh, I I needed one. Yeah, you needed a full sack. Any consideration for Brian Brzee, who's who's getting about 50% of snaps for New Orleans? I think he's getting run. I'm not sure how effective he's been. Okay. He feels kind of incomplete to me. Very busy edge group. Yeah, I think I think Will Anderson goes quality starter. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And then I had two more. Tuli Tui Peloto and Byron Young, I think, deserve sufficient starter buckets. Byron you, Young, another one of those Rams guys. just caused a mass panic. Really? Because we talked about Will Anderson as a quality starter, and then you said, and then I have two more. I said. Oh, edge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quality starters. Sufficient. <laughs> sufficient. Tuli, my guy, man. Been a revelation for the Chargers. Um, thoughts on Keon White? He's been a nice role player for them um, when he's had chances to play, and he missed a little time. I, if you want to say quality depth for Keon White, I won't fight you on that. Okay. I definitely Even BJ Ojolari, I wish the volume was there, but he's really kind of turned it on lately for Arizona. He's just not. I mean, if you want to say quality depth there, I think that'd be another one. Uh, and then the only other player that I had down with any kind of footmark or note uh, was Nick Herbig. Who is, is he coming on a little bit now? He's like 80% special teams player. He's got like 250 special team snaps already in addition to kind of the rotational flashes he's had as a pass rusher. So I, I, would, I would advocate for quality depth there more than anything else. Okay, I'm good. Uh, you would go off ball linebacker. Yeah, this is this was tough for me because I think we got to do something with Ivan Pace uh, with Minnesota. And here's the thing: he falls into a, a unique bucket as well, where like for them, I think he's that, giving the. It's the only thing that matters is for them, right? Right. Okay. Well, I would say he's probably a sufficient starter. I agree. For them. For them in that role, specifically <laughs> for that defense. He's going to be with Brian Flores for the next 15 years. It's the it's exactly the Elan and Roberts plan that happened. Right. And Elan and Roberts parlayed it with like two contracts for the Dolphins and the overlap for four years in New England or three it's years like in New England. Jihad Ward and, and Wink Martindale, they, they're always going to yes. be together. Yeah. Those guys are, are going to exist. Right. And, and Ivan Pace right. is going to be tied at the hip to Brian Flores wherever he goes for forever. <laughs> hell, of a, hell of an end to the league, man, if you can get it. And if Brian gets a, a head coaching job in two years, Ivan Pace will spend that last year away from him, and then he'll hit free agency, and they'll say, hey, he wasn't good once Brian Flores left, and then he's going to sign with Brian Flores, and he's going to be back to being a, a, an effective player. Right. We, clear as day. Very clear. Uh, Campbell, would you say would you say sufficient quality starter star. there? Oh, you're going quality. That's what I had down. All right. I mean, I said I had sufficient, so. I'll, I'll compromise with you and put quality starter or adequate starter down. Okay. Uh, the only other linebacker that I had down was Henry Toto. Is he still starting? He's getting run. If you if you feel some type of way there, I'm not going to fight you. So his he he's not rolling up 10, 12 tackles a game like he was before. But I mean, he's almost at 500 snaps, and he's been an effective. Why do I feel like he made, did he get injured recently or something? What 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 am I missing about him? I feel like something happened. I mean, he played three days ago against Denver. I watched that game and I don't feel like I saw him playing that much. 
How about quality depth then? I think he should count for something because he's helped that team. Um, and then what about uh, Marte Mapu? Are we calling him a linebacker? Wherever you want to call him. He's got 300 total snaps this year. He's been special teams and, and sub-package defensive player. I think let's call him quality depth, although he did something. Was he – Was that? did Tyree kill cook him on one uh, play? What were they doing with asking oh, – it was a, some type of yes, he really was, bad angle. He, he, he was cheating down on the second – I think it was the second Miami game when – Tua hit him up over the top on the play action pass for the like it was like a forty yard touchdown and like where are you going bud? Yeah, that was like J C Jackson was on him and they had Mar- Marpu and like J C Jackson just continuing to have <laughs> nightmares of Tyreek Hill because he played him in Los Angeles and then he caught him caught him again uh, with New England. Um, I would so say quality good. depth if anything there with Mapu. Yes, that's fine. Give me your corners? list for give me your list for corners. I have Devin Witherspoon as quality starter. That's the only one I had as quality starter. Sufficient starters. Stage. I have some. I have some slot guys here. A couple slot guys here. Brian Branch and Christian Izing from Tampa. I think have been sufficient starters. Izing's and then also good. Joey Porter Jr., DJ Turner, and then maybe Deontay Banks as sufficient starters. Joey Porter Jr., Deontay Banks, and who, who's the other one? DJ Turner with Cincinnati. DJ Turner. Yeah. I think he's a tear down from the other two names that you just included, to be honest with you. Lately, though, I think he's turned it on. Like he started, he was platooning early with a Wouzier, and I think he's like claimed more and more of that share. Okay. I won't fight you. How about uh Chikorian Bennett's quality depth? Has he been good? Every time I watch him, he's been bad. Is he also I know he's keep logging snaps, but like has he been effective? Okay. I don't Add feel up. I don't feel convicted enough to fight you about it. Okay. If that makes you feel better. Uh safety. Jordan Battle. Last three weeks, man, he's started for Cincy. He's been nice. Imagine that. Nick Scott. Get out of here. Uh the only other safety that I did have down was Sidney Brown. For Philadelphia, he's been a, he's been like a role player for them, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of yep. has his moment. I would say quality depth, right? Yep. I think that it's it's a little telling that they go out and get fired, but that was also in large part because of Edmonds and, and getting, too, getting, right? getting rid of Edmonds as much as anything else. And it's like him and Blankenship. He's more dynamic than Blankenship is. Blankenship's really. been a nice downhill, like low safety yeah. tackling. Yeah. Yep. Yep, seems like Philly's always kind of got that contrast with safeties, but uh, Sidney Brown, I definitely wanted to give a little love to as well. My special teams guys real quick here. Yep. Hunter, Ethan Evans from the Rams, the pride of Wingate University, was recently the NFC special teams player of the week. Come on now, this is this is at least a sufficient starting punter in the league. Uh, Bryce Berenger as well for the Patriots, I think has been a sufficient starting punter. At kicker, I think we have three. Jake Moody with the Niners. Blake Group from the Saints and Anders Carlson from Packers, I think, have proven themselves as reasonable kickers. Very good. Send me your list. I will. We'll make sure we get the whole thing reflected, and we'll, we will uh, make sure we're not missing anybody outside of the 30-minute strike zone that we have to do a show. 
because I had some more names down too, but we got to keep the line moving. So that is going to do it for us here on this episode of Locked on NFL Scouting. Kyle Krabs, he's Joe Marino. We appreciate you guys checking out the show. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We are out of here. We will be back tomorrow to preview week 14, I believe. Joe, is that the, the plan? time. Yeah, picking them. All right. Plan accordingly. We hope to see you then. Peace. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.